Hello, friends, and welcome to Wednesday Night Dinner. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Wednesday Night Dinner, a Catholic Terps podcast. I'm your host, Will Pellegrino. I'm your co-host, Sarah Hall. And today we are joined by Dom Calruso. How are you doing, Dom? I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> and so, you know, as with every episode, we always start with our high-low GMO. But as the esteemed guest, we're going to save you for last. So, Sarah... What's your high mo GMO for this week? Oh, my high mo GMO. Yeah, I just no- I just noticed that. We also have <laughs> just throw some letters together, and that's just how we're gonna roll with yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's also it's Dom Cola Russo. Yeah, I think this episode <laughs> you'll see later is gonna be a series of mispronunciations. So I apologize in advance. It's just a little bit of foreshadowing for our later topic. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. As always, starting with my low, um, I have I write this down before every episode because I will forget. Um, and my screen says scheduling this week is a no parentheses time doesn't mm. exist. It's just <laughs> one of those weeks where like all of the group projects have to meet a bunch of times and like there's just meetings and I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot more meetings this week than usual and that's been a good time. My Google Calendar is quite colorful cool. right now. Um, so how long are you in each meeting? I got to ask because like some meetings like 30 minutes and other ones like 47 hours, depending on what group you're in. Exactly. Um, it ranges. The ones that have been scheduled this week range between like an hour to two, a little over two mm. hours. It depends what we're working on. Um, yeah. You know, one of those things. Lovely. It's okay, though. Um, my hi, um, Emily and I went on a walk on, I think it was Friday. It was like Friday afternoon, evening. Um, we just kind of wanted to walk to Lake Artemisia because it's like really beautiful over there. Um, ended up accidentally walking six miles, but like it was a solid time. We found like a, um, skate hockey rink. Whoa. in one of the neighborhoods behind the lake. It was quite fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, CSC skate hockey team, team might have to happen in the future. Um, <laughs> and then I think my God moment would be, um, okay, so last week's episode was on women's retreat. Um, and post-women's women's retreat, ugh, I had spiritual direction with Lisa, also last Friday, actually right before the walk. Um, and that was just like one of those things where, um, the week post retreat, I had been praying out a bunch, praying about a bunch of stuff. Um, and it was just like really awesome to get to sit down and talk to her. And she just answered some questions. It gave me some guidance on, on things. And it was just, it was just really good. So I would say that's my God moment of the week. Excellent. Lovely. I'll tell you what, uh, skate hockey team for skate <laughs> hockey. Since I don't know anything about sports, that's like roller hockey, right? They're synonymous. I, I guess I'm I'm saying skate hockey as in like yeah roller skates. Okay. Um, okay. I realize that skates are also on ice. <laughs> I'm like, just that's occurring to I, me right now. I legitimately don't know. Like I roller hockey and skate hockey could be two completely different things, and I just wouldn't know. I I'm saying they're the same thing. However, I know nothing about hockey. We might have to get Reese in here for that one. Oh, true, true. Future episode, Reese on 
sports, sports. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I guess that leaves me because Dom has to go last. Yes. And so I will continue with good old tradition. My low is, once again, I don't like to be like focus on school, but this week's been a little bit, I've let my sleep schedule get a little bit like off to the point that I'm going to bed at 4 a.m. It's oh gotten gosh. to the point where <laughs> I've gone to bed. <laughs> And I've realized that I've gone to bed so late that some people, i.e. Father Conrad, are waking up by the time (laughs) that I go to bed. And at that point, the gravity, like, I don't know, like at 3 a.m., I'm just like, you know what? This is okay because who's getting up at 3 a.m.? But as soon as it gets to that point where other people are starting to get up, the gravity of the situation has set in. So, fingers crossed for the rest of the week that it does, like... (laughs) My sleep schedule gets better, but I know that as the wonderful MCAT gets closer, it's probably going to get worse as time goes on, but you know. You know, you can power through it. And also, to be fair, 4 a.m. is a awful time to be waking up in the morning. Props mm-hmm. to anyone who does, but five, I think 5 a.m. should be your limit of when people are getting up. That's a, that's a more common thing. Look, right. as a, someone who gets up like... Back when I had a great sleep schedule, I was an 8.30 guy. Like, any time before 8.30 is essentially saying, like, oh, yeah, you're just going to get up at, like, 4. The difference between getting up at 4 and getting up at 8.29, very minimal. (laughs) 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 But, I don't know, that's a personal thing. I'm a weird sleeper like that. But, anyway, that's a discussion for probably not this podcast. But, hey, if you ever see me around on campus and want to know my sleep schedule, more than happy to talk with you about it. Uh, As for my high, last Wednesday, so a week before this is airing, uh, I got my second COVID vaccine. So kind of the beginning of the end of I'm immune 96% 96% chance in <laughs> asterisks, but it's nice to see kind of a beginning of the end type yeah. of thing is like, hey, I still got to wear my mask and all that and social distancing shenanigans, but it's nice to see that I'm vaccinated. It's kind of a beginning of an end. So yeah. hopefully as next semester rolls along, uh, I'll be able to integrate back into society again. So that's Light def- at the end wow. of the tunnel. Right at the end. Exactly. Of- exactly. And then for my God moment, there's not been a clearly defined one. I'd say it's a mix of two things. Is number one, also going off of last semester, is getting or getting to men's retreat. I'm excited to be able to get that silent retreat time going. Is that I really think I need it now more than ever with as like school and studying and whatnot is picked up. Like yeah. getting that being able to talk with God about what's going on. Yes. I'd say that's number one <laughs> mm-hmm. and that I'm looking forward to. Second thing, I'm pretty sure this was also part of my GMO last week, but technology fast that I'm on, I'm beginning to see benefits, like real benefits from it. Like, A, I realize how much time I spend on YouTube. Like, oh my gosh, like the amount of time (laughs) I have in my day to do other stuff is insane. But Mm -hmm. being able to take that time, I feel a lot more, despite staying up till 4 a.m., I feel my days have a little bit more control because like, I don't know. I'm feeling being productive. Like the time that I spend doing funding is like planned and it's purposeful and it's not wasting time, so to speak. And I feel that that end of itself is a blessing that I really haven't felt because most of like, oh, spending time on technology is almost just a time sink. It wasn't productive Mm -hmm. or like a Mm -hmm. useful like play time. It was just time to waste time. Yeah. (laughs) 
But yeah, I'd say that that is my high, low, and GMO for this week. Just pronouncing it right this time. So we're already <laughs> moving up in the world. But how about you, Dom? High, yes. low, and GMO. What is yours? Yeah, uh, let's see. I'm going to switch it up. I'll start with the high. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So on Sunday after Mass, um, this is a really uh, subtle high, but I went to Starbucks and I got a latte, which I don't do okay. very often. But that latte. Ooh, ooh, man. I'm talking like cinnamon dulce or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. That just ooh. that just got me going for the rest of the day right there. <laughs> that was that was a good moment. Um, the low, on the other hand, was leading into that weekend. Um, big unmotivated vibes. Okay, you know, mid semester type of thing. Like that was hitting me. Yeah. Um, we, I think we all understand the mid-semester. At this point, everything, I don't yeah. want to say is the same because <laughs> it's not, but like this, you've now got into your schedule. There's no excitement going on. It's just, it gets kind of like it is what it is, but you just have to take it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's the low uh, for GMO. Um, this was daily mass last week. Uh, I was kind of like, in that vibe, like you were saying, just everything's kind of the same. Um, and then I was meditating or praying uh, during, like, one of the lulls in Mass. And all of a sudden, like, I just felt this at-peace moment where, you know, just, like, childhood memories and feelings come <laughs> back and feel like a child mm-hmm. again. And you forget about college, and it's like, whoa, I'm a human being. Whoa, <laughs> no way! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just, I just felt really connected with the spirit in that moment. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting to feel like a person again and not like a college student. I thought you were going to say you're waiting to feel like that kind of peace and mass. I was like, yeah, like that's really beautiful. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, that, that too, like feeling peace and mass, like is also, that's probably a better goal to strive for, but (laughs) I feel like I have to approach the situation from where I am now versus Fair. where I'm going to be. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah, yeah, One, yeah, two, yeah. three. Yes. Okay, Dom. So speaking of mass, mm-hmm. um, this past Sunday, listening to the announcements at 10 a.m., um, Father Conrad was talking about something that I know you're involved in. Could you tell us about what that is? <laughs> yes, of course, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm involved in a group called Operation Mato Grosso, or we like to call it OMG. Um, really fun to say, especially around people you don't know. <laughs> um, so OMG, like, we, we meet twice a week and we do uh, projects. Like, right now we're working on this house. Um, we're almost done. So we've been painting, we've been like, uh, we renovated the kitchen, um, and the people who own it, they pay us money, um, you know, as you pay money and that money goes to support the group's missionaries, uh, who are in South America and they do tons of things. Like they teach at schools and, uh, they, they work at hospitals and they build those things too. Um, so that's what we, we do during the week, all year. But right now we're doing a food drive, too, um, which we're doing at the CSC as well. Oh, okay. We'll get back into the food drive in a second. But um, how did how did this group start? Like, where did it start kind of thing? Because, like, I don't know. 
I hadn't heard about OMG until I had met you. Um, I guess, I guess my two questions are like, how did you get involved in OMG? And then I guess prior to that, when did it start? How did that kind of go about in summary? Yeah. Yeah. So OMG started with Italian missionaries actually, uh, in the sixties, there was this priest, uh, Father Ugo, he worked at a boys' correctional facility. Okay. And one year they were just like, I have, or Father Ugo was like, I have this friend in Brazil and his community is not doing well. Let's go spend a week there and do some things for them. <laughs> and they did. And they were all like, wow, this is really nice. Let's keep doing this. Um, so they just started doing that. Some of them stayed. Some of them went back. And the people who went back were like, well, let's help them out. Let's raise money for them. And so now it's all over Italy. And recently, five years ago, a guy named Matteo came to Baltimore. And he started, started the groups here. So we now also fundraise by working. Um, and Matteo, he, like, knows everyone in the area. He, like, <laughs> if you know the, the group... Operation Montegrosso, you know Matteo. And so a lot of people end up saying, yeah, Operation Matteo Grosso. This is totally like, <laughs> this is Matteo's mission right here. Um, but I met Matteo through a different kind of work camp um, that churches come together to do. And that was a couple years ago, and that's how I got started. And I was like, this is really cool. So I kept going. That's awesome. That's really awesome. So I have a question. Like you're talking about how the original mission was to Brazil. Is it still only to Brazil? Is it to mm -hmm. other countries? Is it I don't know, like more local based? Like what's going on with like where are the missionaries serving? Great question. Uh, yeah, they started in Brazil, but actually the focus now is in Peru. A lot of the missionaries are in Peru, okay. um, and they're also in Bolivia and Ecuador. So there's 110 communities in those four countries, and they're all over the place, mostly in the countrysides. Interesting. And so I want to think about, I guess, more taking a step back from the missionaries. What's your favorite thing that you've done with OMG? I'm always curious, of like, with different people, like, in groups, like, what is your favorite memory that you have thus far? Hmm. I think... One that comes to mind, like, all of a sudden, is a couple months ago, we built a, like, chain link fence for someone, and, like, we put that in their backyard, and I've never done, I've never built a fence before, <laughs> so uh, that was really cool to do, and dig the holes for it, yeah. Kind of, hold on, this is a complete tangent, but I've yeah. never seen a chain link fence go up. Like, I've seen, like, I've put, like, wooden fence. Is it just, like, did the chain link stuff come in, like, squares, and you put those in there? <laughs> you actually have to, like, put the chain link onto the frame? Like, how does that work? Um, it actually comes in a roll, and you uh, roll it out, you cut out the size that you need, and then... Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I, I really am. <laughs> um, and then... I don't remember exactly how we attached it. I think we just kind of, yeah, I don't really remember how we attached it, but we did something. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm kind of in awe by that because, like, I don't know, I've put up fences where, like, either 
wooden fences where you put in the post and then you like slide wood like in between the two fence posts and like mm-hmm. nail them on and whatnot. Right. Or it just comes in panels where mm-hmm. it's like the panels there. But having not only a frame, then you have to roll something out onto it. That's just like I don't know. It's a combination of the two. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I get geeked a little bit about construction. <laughs> like, I don't think that's come out on here. But I don't know. Like being able to hear even the simple fact of how to put a chain link fence up. I don't know. That's pretty cool to me. <laughs> okay, wait. So you said just to explain this again. Um, and like clarify, you said you guys do like fundraising. So you guys come here and people, um, you do work for people, mm-hmm. whether that's putting in a fence, doing some painting, some flooring, stuff like that. Um, I remember a couple of weeks ago, you guys did some like furniture moving, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people donate to you guys and then all of those donations will go to stuff in South America, right? Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Very cool. And so I'm just curious because we were having a talk just before the start is that my roommate just got involved like last week. So if someone wanted to get involved, like what's the requirements behind it? Like who do you need to be in order to serve with OMG? <laughs> I don't I don't know if that sounds like really pompous of like you need to reach some high standard, but like, I'm just curious. You must know how to build I mean, a chain link fence know. before. Mm-hmm. That, that ticks me out. <laughs> Yeah, so actually the requirements are, are pretty stiff. Um, we're, we're looking for people who have a pulse. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, warm-blooded, that type of thing. No, but... <laughs> so the lizard people cannot <laughs> be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty discriminatory for them. Okay. Um, no, actually, like, our group... Uh, there's three main groups in Baltimore. And the group that I'm in, we're mostly college kids. Uh, we have some high schoolers, too. Pretty much, like, we say, if you're in high school and you're not, like, 30, that's pretty much, like, that's the you can join us. And um, you don't need any experience doing anything. Um, I've learned most of my construction knowledge doing stuff with this group. Uh, so, like, Mateo knows just about everything and what he doesn't know he's willing to learn and learn with you along the way um so that's pretty much just it i I love it so lesson here is for everyone listening if you're under the age of 30 and above the high school age and you want to learn how to do construction assuming the community service part doesn't appeal to you which i feel like (laughs) should be the primary point here you now know where to go (laughs) exactly contact dominic coloruso from the CSC. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, question for you. Based, so this mission is sounds like really cool and like what people are doing in South America is like really, really awesome. Um, and like it's pretty – I think it's pretty clear to kind of assume where someone might be able to like – a missionary down there might be able to kind of see God and what they're doing. But like how would you say that like in the – like. two times a week work that you do like where do you see god in the things that you're doing Mm -hmm. yeah it's really important especially with groups like this um for omg for me it's uh it's largely centered in uh the people so the people we don't see that we're helping the both the people in the communities and the missionaries we're helping them both um and I've never seen any of them. So, like, 
it's it's cool in one hand because like you know they're there and they're they're getting the help but you also don't know them i don't know it's hard to explain why that's interesting but that's interesting to me um but it's also the people we i work with you you form really close friendships with them and uh goof around with them so it's like the bond with those people and the people we work for here as well um we're forming bonds with them and the people we serve too um, just trying to spread love and you know love everyone we can you know yeah it's like that uh it's like uh, i can't remember Exactly. I'm going to butcher this quote, so I'm not going to even attempt to quote it. Um, I'm pretty sure it was JP2. Um, he talks about, like, how... I think it was JP2? You know, JP2 says a lot of really awesome things. <laughs> yeah, just, um, whatever you're in sure. doubt, JP2 out. <laughs> <laughs> like but he that. talks about... Um, I was reading a book, and he was... Um, there was a section where he was talking about, like, yeah, you, like, do mission and, like it's like part of everyday mission and like the stuff you guys are doing is like kind of everyday work. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not like you're running a hospital in, in the city or anything like that. Mm. Um, but it is everyday work, but like there's a lot of beauty in that and in working with people because like there is a piece like God is in every single person. So every person you come and come across and meet, like you're quite literally meeting God in them which is just like, oh, it's so beautiful. I like, it's on my window. I like have quotes on sticky notes on my mm-hmm. window um, and I'm like slowly collecting them or I guess index cards. Um, and that's one of them that I have to hang up. Um, I just need to get more tape. But <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's really cool. Yeah, and that makes me think of something else. Um, really great. I, I want to know the full quote <laughs> of that. <laughs> Ne- next week there'll be the full quote <laughs> next week i'll bring the book i'm pretty sure chris gave it to me chris derosh's but mm. yes i'll go run after him after this cool <laughs> <laughs> no but um sacrifice like that's another thing uh, with the people you work for and work with like um you're sacrificing your time together like we don't we don't get anything from this really and we're we're all working as hard as we can so we can finish the job. Um, and since the work is like sometimes just, you know, daily stuff like raking or painting, raking can get pretty exhausting if you're doing it for hours. So it's like, I, I want to rake harder so that my body doesn't have to rake as much or stuff like that. Um, yeah, just like little things. Mm-hmm. Very little. That's beautiful. I th- almost. I don't know, personifies, exemplifies the good old, uh, what you do for the least of my brothers, you do for me. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend I know which Bible verse that is because <laughs> that'd be, we'd be at least like 15 books off, but that's a Maybe good, Father that's a good conclu- include that in the show notes too. Yeah, it's going to be in the production notes. It's going to be, Will doesn't know. Last week was Will doesn't know how to read. This week, Will doesn't know how to look up Bible verses instead. <laughs> um, do you think there's any chance, because I know you guys, you said you do a lot of stuff in Baltimore, but is there any chance that, like, there could be some stuff coming to College Park? Because definitely people can jo- could join you in Baltimore, but I know there's people in College Park who could use some of it. Actually, yes. So there's a, um, a lot of work in Baltimore, but also our group does stuff in 
uh, Bel Air, so northeast Baltimore type area, and Towson. And since we've recently been speaking at masses around College Park, we might be getting work at College yes. Park. That's would, so exciting. Yeah, that, that'd be just so cool. And so speaking of work, now seamless transition into ba- or the food drive that's going on. So kind mm-hmm. of what's going on with that and more, where is all the stuff going to? <laughs> yeah, the, the food drive. So we do this during Lent. Um, this is the fifth year doing it. We like to use the tagline that we double the amount we send each year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, uh, of course, it didn't work last year because yeah, well, everything shut down. Un- unforeseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're trying to do it again this year. And so we collect at churches. We typically collect at uh, supermarkets, too. Uh, it's difficult to get them right now, but we have a couple grocery stores in the works. That that one's a little bit challenging for me personally because usually you, you're like, the way I picture it is you're running up to someone holding a flyer and like, hey, get food for my group. <laughs> and some people are like, this is awesome. Yeah, I'll totally get you food. And then some people are like, I don't want paper or whatever. Um, but most people are like really receptive and it's awesome. And so we do churches, we do grocery stores and schools as well. Schools help us. And right now we have the CSC and nearby parish holy redeemer they're involved in our food drive awesome okay if you are from the csc or kind of that area where would you donate here where do those donations go Mm -hmm. we have we're going to be setting up bins this week at the csc right in the lobby right through the doors and also in the side entrance in memorial chapel and then we'll come by like once a week or something and pick up the food, take it to our storage place, and then at the end of everything, we'll send it all down to Peru for distrib- mm. distribution. That's really awesome. Mm. There you go, guys. You know what to do. I don't know. For me personally, I'll be bringing – I have a stockpile of cans that I haven't <laughs> used. Don't ask me why. I have a stockpile <laughs> of cans, and so I'll be making sure to bring them by. Is it just awesome. Is it just food items or any uh, non-perishable food, oh. anything else? Yeah, non-perishable, so pasta, flour, sugar, oil, that those types of things, cans. Cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Just well, wanted to make sure that there was a... You know, bring, make sure list. to not bring contraband <laughs> items. <laughs> Apples, Apples, oranges, <laughs> grapes, <produce>. lettuce. <laughs> oh, no. Don't bring a bag of spinach. That's just really not going to end well. Um the CSC will also smell so bad after about three days <laughs> of it sitting in the bin. Uh, but, yeah. That would be a story for another time. Oh, yes. When's the end of the food drive? How long does this go? I think that would be probably a pretty good thing to know. Yeah. Uh, it ends pretty much with Easter. This year's a little different because we're going to do a church in Towson um, for the Easter season. But um, pretty much we're ending around April, May. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. I just think this is like, I don't know. I think this is cool because COVID's obviously been difficult in doing the typical CSC service things. Like we've, in the past, we've done um, like homeless ministries and we've gone to, um, oh, I can't remember the house that we've gone to. Spelman um, House. Spelman House, yeah. yes. Um, 
which are both really awesome. But yeah, it's not it's not been practical yeah. to be able to do um, with restrictions and everything. And you know, like helping out at OMG in person, like that's a really great thing. Yeah. But you know, especially like if you're someone who's not as comfortable doing that stuff, um, like this is kind of a great way to do some service, especially during yeah. Lent. Like you know, prayer, yeah. prayer, alms giving, and uh, did I count that? What's alm- the third one? Fasting? Probably that would make sense because that would where yes. were all the yes. giving I up. Think so. All the giving up stuff should yes. fit in that yes. category. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Father Conrad, correct me if I'm wrong while you're editing this. <laughs> <laughs> the question is: Does buying cans count as alms giving? I'd say know. so. I'd say that I buying know. cans counts in the almsgiving category versus something else. Oh, yeah. I, think I like that that's, totally that's, think so. that's where I'm thinking. It's, uh, I had to think of we're buying can stacks in the trifecta of <laughs> yeah, Lent yeah, yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, because it's a, you're, it's, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I agree. Totally. The yeah. three of us are just kind of looking at each other like Yeah, the, ca- the kind of like awkward where it's just like, work in between places but you know what we all agree that's what matters mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay i think we are at end of time we get to this point every single week right. and we're like all right look at the clock well it's been about 30 minutes mm-hmm. and now we are out of time um, <laughs> now we have a seamless transition into closing <laughs> as per usual so many of those today. <laughs> but Dom, thank you for joining us. Yes. An absolute pleasure having you on here, being able to tell us about OMG. Also, not me making me pronounce OMG yes. because no as we saw in the beginning, it. might not go so well if I had to say that five times in one go. <laughs> yeah, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah, and thank you everyone for joining us and hope to see you all next week. Have a great day, guys. See ya.